Good day everyone and welcome to our People's Church at Home service. I'm glad that you could connect with us today. My name is Eugene Masangani and I am your host. Firstly, I'd like to greet everyone in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To our guests this morning, we welcome you. 
and we thank you for joining us online either watching or listening please click on the welcome card displayed on the screen thank you this morning we are going to receive our preaching from pastor joseph mohali and the offering message will be given by none other than myself so without any further delays let us go into our offering message for today brethren it's such an honor to share the offering message with you and in a moment we're going to take today's offering and i encourage everyone to give you can give via our online platform which is uh, eft um, and uh, we truly appreciate everything that you sow into the body of christ and may you be blessed in your giving our scripture reference can be found in john chapter 3 verse 16 and it reads as follows for god so loved the world that he gave us his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life brethren I would like to remind us that we serve a good and loving God. He is the God who gave his one and only son only for our sins. Why though? He did it for two reasons. The first reason is that he loves us and he did not just give us his son on account of his godly abilities. But for the second reason, it was a response to a need for our sins to be forgiven. In addition, it was a need for eternal life to be granted to those that believe in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. So today, we have been granted an opportunity of giving. Giving that is not out of a mere obedience to God concerning our tithes and offerings, but an opportunity for us to show our love towards Him in response to Him giving towards the needs. But an opportunity for us to show our love towards him in response to giving towards the needs of the kingdom of God. I believe that God will bless us when we sow with a cheerful heart. Therefore, please continue to be encouraged to give during this difficult time of the COVID-19 pandemic. Remember that God continues to love us and bless us irrespective of the seasons irrespective of the trying times that we find ourselves in currently. Lastly, please take note of our banking details displayed on the screen and please make use of them in your giving. As we give, I'd like us to consider these words of confession. Father, I come before you today as a cheerful giver. I'm excited to give into your kingdom and I believe that you will multiply this seed song. I believe and act in your word. Thank you. He's the God who keeps making ways. He makes way in the wilderness. Hallelujah. We lift you high, Lord. We worship the way you make. Even if you don't make a way, we'll still worship you. Our praise and our worship is not dependent on what you do or you don't do. 
is simply dependent on who you are to us. We are satisfied with who you are. We are satisfied with who you are. That alone is enough to praise you and worship you for eternity. We don't need you to open doors. We don't need you to heal cancer. We don't need you to heal our bodies. We don't need you to mend our hearts. As long as you are with us, that is, that is enough. That alone is enough. But we know that you are way maker. But we know that you are a miracle worker. So we depend on you, not on what you do. We depend on you, not what you do. We set our eyes on you and not on your works. We want to know you and not only what you do. Help us see you for who you are this morning. Help us worship you for who you are this morning. Father, we love you. There's no circumstance to hide. 
Good morning, Church. I greet you all in the name of the Lord. My name is Hanya Velempini, and I'll be a news reader for today. Now, let's take a look at what's happening in the life of the church. We have dawn prayers which take place via WhatsApp every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. Do join us in the comfort of your home as we start the day in prayer. To join, simply send us a WhatsApp on 06-026-0170 and we will add you. Reflect takes place every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. If you are a young adult, please join us, invite a friend, and let's connect in the house of the Lord. On Wednesday, we have our physical prayer meetings from 6 to 7. Let's meet as a church family to stand together and pray. On Fridays, we have our youth group design, which is from the ages of 11 to metric. This will be held from 6 to 8. On Sunday, please join us from 9 to half past 10 for a physical service. Thank you. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Mohali speaking. It is an honor and privilege for me to be here in People's Church. I greet you once again in Jesus' name. I am a married man, blessed with three sons. I'm a senior pastor of Grace International Assemblies of God here in Sishoho Zone 1. But it's an honor and privilege for me to be here to come and minister the word of God. And I believe that you'll be blessed. Without any waste of time, let's get into the business of the day. Because all of us, we have left everything that we have been doing to come and hear the word of God, not to hear men. I want to speak under this very simple subject, the power of the message of the cross. And I'll read from Romans 1, verse 16, at the later stage, that's the text that I'll be using. But I'll also add with other scriptures to build my case so that you can understand and know where I am taking you to. Now, I want you to know this, that this power in the message of the cross. Now, the revelation of the cross will be seen in what which the Spirit revealed concerning the death of Jesus Christ. Jesus, three days and three nights, in the hate, his resurrection, ascension, and exaltation to the Father. Uh -huh. The resurrection is, is the cap of the perfection to all that Jesus accomplished. I repeat, the resurrection, it is the cap of the perfection of all that Jesus has accomplished. This is the show. This is the show. God's almighty power to save and to save alone. Let me make that point again. I say, this is the power or the resurrection, the cap of perfection to all that Jesus accomplished. This is the show of God's almighty power to save and to save alone. 
The cross revealed the desire of God. The cross revealed the desire of God. One, his intent and purpose, his wisdom and counsel. Ah, I want you to notice this. I said the cross reveals the desire of God. In other words, God had a desire which he wanted to reveal. Now the cross itself revealed God's desire, his intent and purpose and his wisdom and counsel. This power and wisdom of God is committed to preaching today. I want to read Romans 1.16. Let's hear what the word of God says. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Listen to this word. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believes. You've got to believe first so that this power can work for you. The Bible says for everyone that believes, it is specifically, it means it's not for everyone, but we've got to believe first. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Men are persuaded to believe. Men are persuaded to believe the gospel preach is God's wisdom to save. Now listen to what Paul is saying in 1 Corinthians 1.21. The Bible says, For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of the preaching to save them that believers, that believes. For the Jew require a sign and the Greeks seek after the wisdom. But we preach Christ and Christ crucified. We preach Christ and Christ alone and Christ, Christ crucified. And to the Jews a stumbling block and the Greeks the foolishness. But unto them which are called both Jew and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. The major difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament, it is the manifestation of God in human form called Christ. I want to repeat that because it's very important. I don't want to run into this point. I just wanted to, I want to, emph to emphasize it. The major difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament, it is the manifestation of God in human form called Christ. It was promised and prophesied about in the Old Testament. When you read Isaiah 7 verse 14, the Bible says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall his name, or shall call his name Emmanuel. This is the prophecy. And the promise which has been promised and been prophesied in the book of Isaiah. The Bible says, let me repeat that. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, Emmanuel. 
Now, it was communicated and explained by the angel in due time. This prophecy and this promise was communicated and explained by the angel in due time. God is never too early and God is never too late. In due time, God does things according to his own timing. Now, the angel had to come and explain or to communicate this prophecy and this promise in due time. When you read Matthew 20, 23, the Bible says, saying, the angel appeared to Joseph and said to him, Joseph, thou the son of David, fear not to take Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her, it is of the Holy Ghost. Now Joseph, he was concerned that the woman I'm about to marry, here she is, she is pregnant. How am I going to explain this? Because I've never met or slept with her. Now because Joseph, the Bible says, Saint Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take Mary thy wife. Because God had to intervene. Because he has interrupted nature itself. Now he had to visit Joseph through the angel to let him know that what Mary is carrying it is through the Holy Ghost. The Bible went on to say, and the angel said to him, he, she all, oh, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, behold, a virgin shall be with a child. And they call, it shall be called his name Emmanuel, which means, which being interpreted as God with us. Sometimes in life, we have these things that we are concerned of. Now Joseph, he was concerned of a particular thing, a particular issue. Now, as he was sleeping, he was thinking, I don't know what he was thinking of, it might be, this is my interpretation. But because God knows the heart and God sees what is in our heart, and God knows when we are troubled, as much as he was troubled by this situation he was facing, the angel had to visit him to let him know that Joseph, don't fear Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you today that fear not because God knows better than ourselves. Fear not because God knows and God sees and God in due time, he will see us through, he will see you through. All of us in one world, the other, we have something that we are thinking of when we are sleeping. Something that is troubling us in our spirit. Something that is troubling us in our mind. Something that is troubling us in our hearts. As much as Joseph was being troubled by a woman whom she was, he was to be married to, and the woman was pregnant, but the angel of the Lord appeared to him and told him, fear not, because what she is carrying, it is by the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says, the one that he is carrying, she's carrying, 
will be called Emmanuel, which being interpreted God with us. Ladies and gentlemen, let me put it clear. God is with us. It does not matter. It does not matter what is taking place. It does not matter where you come from. It does not matter what type and difficult problem do you have. All what I can tell you, God is with us. It does not matter what the circumstances are saying. It does not matter what the situations are. But all that I can tell you, God is with us. As much as Joseph, he had a problem. He had a problem which was very bigger than himself. But the Bible, the angel appeared to him to comfort him and to strengthen him. And I'm here to tell you today, let the word of God strengthen you. Let the word of God keep you. Let the word of God make you strong. Let the word of God make you to trust God and to depend upon God. Wow, Jesus. What happened in Mary's womb was not a natural conception. This was a supernatural conception. This was supernatural conception. This was divine. This was the plan and the purpose of God. This was the intent of God. This was the wisdom of God. What she was carrying, it was not natural thing. It was a supernatural thing. It was a supernatural conception, an incarnation so that which will be born of her is deity. Which will be born out of Mary. It's not ordinary thing. It does not yet happen in a biological form. This has happened through the Holy Ghost. Jesus is God in the beginning of creation. John called him the weight. I repeat, Jesus, Jesus, Mabokoshata, Mibrokoshata Hariabosa. Jesus is God in the beginning of creation, meaning he was there before the creation was created. John called him the word, the superintendent thought. Now, in John chapter 1, Let's go to the scripture. For the Bible says in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the word. Before the beginning of the creation, there was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. The same was beginning with God. All things were created by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Ah, listen to what the scripture says. Ah, listen to what the scripture And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of man. And the word was made flesh. And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory is of the glory begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. This is John chapter 1, verse 4 and verse 14. Listen and listen well. He is creator in the beginning. He is creator in the beginning. 
the word will refer to his office. God's plan and purpose. This was God's plan and purpose. Now listen to what Paul is saying. Paul summarizes the gospel to Timothy in the same light. Listen to what he's saying. This is what Paul is saying in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And without controversy, great it is the mystery of godliness. Without controversy, there are controversial things in this world. But without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit. He manifested in the flesh and justified in the spirit. Seen of angels, preached unto Gentiles, believed on the world, received up unto the glory. Listen and listen when. The word godliness here refers to the God heard. Great is the mystery of the God heard. Jesus Christ is God who became man to save men. Jesus Christ he came to save men. Jesus Christ he came to save men. I love what I love what John is saying. As he says in the beginning, was the word. Before the begin begins, the word was there. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Listen and listen very well. There are a lot of gymnastics. There are a lot of gimmicks in this world today. But I'm here to tell you, take the word of God and believe nothing else and the word of God. Because the word of God will help you. The word of God will sustain you. The word of God will give you direction and counsel. The word of God is everything that we need. The message of the power of the cross. That is the message that I'm talking about today. The power of the message of the cross. Now as Paul mentioned in Romans, there are four or five things that I want you to know and I want you to notice. That are very important. That the cross reveals the desire of God. His intent, number one. And his purpose, number two. And his wisdom, number three. And his counsel, number four. These are the most focal things that the cross revealed. The desire of God. When Jesus came on earth, God had the desire to save men. God had the desire to make, to redeem us back, us back to himself. But that had to happen through the cross. Through Jesus Christ, he had to come and die for us to have eternal life. For us to know and to go back to our master who is God. Ladies and gentlemen, God, Jesus, he was there in the beginning before the creation was created. He was there. That's why Paul, that's why John spoke these wonderful words when he says, in the beginning, 
In the beginning, there was a word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. The same was beginning with God. I want to emphasize this. That nothing that happened that God did not spoke about before it happened. That's why Isaiah, he speaks these wonderful words. Saying, therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Before Jesus came, before the New Testament, it was being promised and prophesied that the son will be born and the government will be upon his shoulder. The Jesus that we have believed, he is not ordinary. He still has power. Mm. Behold, a vision shall conceive. Behold, behold. Now here the angel let us know what, was, what happened in the womb. I'm emphasizing this point deliberately. Here the angel let us know. When you read Matthew 1, 20, 23, you'll see what the scenario, you'll see how did the angel explain to Joseph what is happening in Mary's life because they were to be married. The angel said, what she's carrying, it's a supernatural thing. The Bible says, our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. The temple of the Holy Ghost. We are not ordinary people. We are ordinary people serving extraordinary God. We are serving God who is powerful. We are serving God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than what we can ask of. He is still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is unchangeable. What happened here, it shows us that God has power to do anything. As I'm about to conclude, I want you to know this. I want to go a little bit back to Matthew 1 where Joseph was sleeping and the angel appeared to him. Another version says Joseph was thinking of these things. All of us, we have these things that we're thinking of. Things that are troubling us. Things that are not okay in one way or the other in the areas of our lives. But the very same things that we're thinking of I want you to know that God knows and God sees. I'm here to declare to you today that fear not, because God is with us. I'm here to declare to you today that fear not, because God is with us. And the Bible says, when he was, when he was thinking, the angel had to go and speak to him. May the Lord visit us. May the Lord visit us because sometimes Joseph, he was about to take a decision which was not ordinary decision or a simple decision. 
Now God, he had to intervene through the angel to let him know to decide, to decide right. May the Holy Spirit help us in our decision making that we don't miss the mark. We make the right decisions. The people of the world, particularly those that are eventually believe in his finished work of salvation. Now Jesus, Christ, is God who became man to save men. He is named Jesus for he shall save his people. His people will refer to the who refer to the to his mandate the people of the world particularly those who eventually believe in his finished work of salvation with the manifestation of God for the first time in human form it changed everything concerning man's relationship with God let me repeat that let me repeat that with the manifestation of God for the first time in human form it changed everything concerning man's relationship with God God came to man. As John says in verse 13, 14 and 16, the Bible says, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh, and dwell among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God is full of grace and truth. And of his fullness have all we, all we received grace for grace. We have received grace for grace. Grace for grace. We did not just receive grace. We received grace for grace. Another version says we have received abundant or blessings upon blessings. We have received grace for grace. Ladies and gentlemen, when we have accepted Christ, Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, we don't just receive one. We receive grace for grace. Grace for grace. Grace for grace. God came to man. God came to you to save you and to save me. For us to receive grace upon grace. Grace for grace. Mabroko Remember the subject, the topic that I'm speaking is the power of the message of the cross. You still see that the cross still has power. There's a message of the cross. The cross still has power because we should not be ashamed of the gospel. We should not be ashamed of the gospel. We should not be ashamed of Jesus Christ because when we have accepted him, we receive grace for grace. God bless you. God bless you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I want to thank you for your word. 
that build us, strengthen us, give us direction. There are a lot of narratives, there are a lot of things that took place and we have shown us that the promise and the prophecies that were spoken in the book of Isaiah, the angel in Matthew had to come and talk about them and show us and explain to us or communicate them to us. You are showing us also when Joseph was asleep, oh God, when he had thinking, when he was thinking of the certain matters which were concerning his life and his destiny, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Joseph, fear not. You are encouraging us with your way today that we should not fear not. We should not fear anything. You are telling us that God, we should continue to depend upon you. We should continue to depend upon your word. Because your word is sharper than double sword. Your word is everything that we need of God. In Jesus' name and bless your people today. Amen.